Hey fighters, what's up? Welcome to Fight or Fight Harder, the podcast hosted by me, Patricia, aka Pinky, where we chat about surviving the fights and challenges that come along with just life and how when life happens, we have only two choices, to fight or fight harder. In this space, you'll hear topics surrounding the F word. No, not that F word, family, faith, and finance. You'll be a part of real authentic conversations regarding everything from health, wealth, and my favorite thing to discuss, black love and relationships. Child, listen, we're gonna laugh, cry, and get through this thing called life together. I hope y'all are ready. If you ain't ready, you better get ready because it's gonna be good. But before you lean in, take a second to like, subscribe, and share so you'll never miss an episode. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-F-H, the podcast. Now let's get into it. Hey, fighters. Welcome to Fight or Fight Harder, the podcast. It is me, your host, Patricia, a.k.a. Pinky. Thank you for taking the time out to lean in. Did you enjoy part one of the episode, Matters of the Heart? Well, get ready for part two, starting right now. We'll get back to it. It is. It's like I come with so much baggage. Even though I let it go so much, so much it's like I continue to go back and pick up that one suitcase. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, I, I thought you got rid of this. Now I'm still holding on to it for some reason. I'm still holding on to the mm-hmm. wall of my heart. It's like, I, I want to give mm-hmm. it to you, but I don't need nobody to step alone mm-hmm. because I have such a big heart and I will give you my last, I will give you my everything. And if you crush this heart, you're all down there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I feel you on that. Down here, man, it's like, I'm giving you me. I love hard. I truly, I'll fight for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally fight for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, fellas and ladies, never get to a point, never get so deep in love that you turn on your family members. Just want to that out. Mm. Never let no man, mm. no woman jeopardize your family because in the end, family's going to always be there. He or she mm-hmm. ain't going to be there. Mm. Gonna... Have you had an experience like that before? First marriage. First marriage. Yeah, really? Yeah, my mama got into it hard, heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it was the fact that my mother was like, well, she's older than you. She didn't like the fact that she was older than you. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yes, I got married to a cougar, y'all. But anyway. <laughs> you know? <laughs> what was the age difference? I think she's on her way to being 40. You know, I feel 30 something, but dang. But, you know, parents like, you're not ready. So my whole life, I'm, I, I felt like I was—I wasn't ready. I'll be like that. My whole life wasn't ready. Like I didn't leave the house for twenty-six, and mm-hmm. and I ain't know no better. Like I hung out in the streets. I wanted the fast life. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. You need your education. I dropped out in the twelfth grade. Like now, you need to go back to school. I don't want to go back to school. You're a job mm-hmm. boy. They pay you. Oh, I get paid to go to school. Oh, I get a check. I'm in there. And that's sad that my mentality was like the only way I go to school is if I'm getting paid to go to school. Mm-hmm. Now, I probably wouldn't graduate if I wouldn't do what I did at school. But anyway, but uh, 
<laughs> no, Zalco was a great experience. You know, I, I got my uh, high school diploma. You, you had a choice to get your high school diploma or GED. I got my high school diploma and I got a okay. trade in facility maintenance. Mm. So it was dope. It was definitely a dope learning experience. I Like, if you don't want to go to school, I advise you to go there. You know, they, they, you get room and board, mm-hmm. you get three meals a day, you get a check for clothes, you know, you get, get paid once you graduate. Mm-hmm. And they help you go to school and all that. And you get a job as you want. So everything works out. Mm-hmm. And, and who would ever thought that years later, I have my own business. Well, I started with my own business a long time ago. But it's my own business yeah. to get into. Guys like, no, I, I have a place mm-hmm. where we have a spot for you. So look at us now. We're on a podcast talking to each other. And we're still lifting the whoop, people. Whoop. You know, so that, that's what yeah. the goal is. That's the whole process of everything. Yeah. Yeah. One question for you, going back to your um, decision to be celibate, what made you um, make that decision? I got tired of soul ties. I got tired of, mm-hmm. uh, let's put it this way. If I'm going to walk the walk of the cloth, I have to, but it's hard. Don't get me wrong. I failed multiple times while being on celibacy. Mm-hmm. Not easy. That's why I said you got to have fellowship. So now what I'm going to do today is after I get off of here with you is I'm going to reach out to the fellas in the Iron Top Design Group Center. I got put in there and uh, just be open and honest. Like, hey, fellas, look, who in here has been celibate? What is it like? I, yeah. You know, because when you used to having sex and having multiple partners, and now you just want to cut it all off. Like I did it last. Yeah. You know, and it worked. It was good. You know, besides yeah. all the, the attacks I was getting spiritually, you know, but mm-hmm. like as a new year, you want to start all over. Yeah. You, yeah. you want to go back to one. The only thing I don't like going yeah. back to one is when you're going back to one in financial areas. It's like you yeah. didn't help us. Talk like, about it. <laughs> you didn't save not one bit of money for no rainy days. But who would mm-hmm. know that a pandemic would hit and change the whole dynamic of your lifestyle? You know? Yeah, of the entire world. Yeah. But it's like these are the moments in which, you know, we learn, yeah. you know? And it's either we're going to push forward or we're going to sit still. We're going to be yeah. like uh, David and Cave when Saul was looking for him. You know? <laughs> yeah. Be like that. You got to get up out of there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's good that you're joining um, that organization, because going back to what you said about, you know, we're not meant to do this alone, any walk, you know, alone. God is a God of relationship. He wants us to have a relationship with him. He wants us to be in relationship with each other. So that that's good that you're, you know, slowly but surely breaking down that, you know, wall of, you know, trusted men. Well. You know, so I'm proud of you. I mean, after I reached out to Pastor Hannah, I was like, hey, I want to sit underneath you and learn from you. So mm-hmm. he's big on fellowshipping, you know, and sitting and letting people sit underneath him and learn from him. So just being able to intern at his at at church is awesome. You know, I, yeah. I've never seen it so organized. I'm like, man, this is dope. I ain't never been to like this mm-hmm. before. Oh, this is what we're going to do. Oh, this is dope. So being able to be a mm-hmm. part of the merchandise team and see what it's like to sell your product and get orders in and ship them out, how the shipping process goes, is like, oh, that's dope. So 
when it's my time to mm-hmm. do what I have to do, I know the ins and outs because I learned. You know, when it comes yeah. to ministry, I know mm-hmm. like, hey, this is my website, blah blah blah. This is going on. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. One other question for you, not the last question, but so this is something that I just thought about. So I was listening to a live, um, a Facebook live of this woman. I'm not going to say her name, but she has a pretty great following. And so she said she was talking about relationships. She was really talking about Lori Harvey and dating um, now Michael B. Jordan and, you know, because she's dated so many other people, but I'm not even going to get into that. <laughs> but so that's what she was talking about. So she went in on talking about, you know, um, relationships and black community and um, as such. She goes on to say that. Um, well, let me go back. A woman asked a question in the chat saying, why does it feel like to her? She's always being friend zoned. And so she's like, I try to get to know a guy in the beginning, you know, as friends, you know, before jumping in the bed with him, before, you know, anything, you know, prematurely. She's like, but it seems to me that I I keep getting friend zone. And so the host, her response was, you keep getting friend zone because you keep starting off as friends. You start the way that you're going to finish. So I'm looking, I was like, I don't know if I agree with that. So I was like, and you know, it was other people in the chat in agreement with the whole saying, yeah, I'm not starting off as friends, but I'm just like, isn't that the way that we should start things? You know, off it's not to say, okay, I'm your friend, you my you my boy, but you're starting the relationship as friends to see where it could possibly go without jumping into a relationship, without jumping into bed. So what I kind of already know <laughs> your opinion, but just, just share your thoughts on that. You got to talk another <laughs> Whoever said that, Lord Jesus, God bless our soul. Um, yeah. But even with going around with Lori Harvey, like you, you got to set boundaries. Like you went from a lot of rap artists to the timeline. You want to stop right there. See, this is why I didn't want to get into it. What do you mean a lot? Like, like a, what do you like mean a, a lot? Like a fact. But uh, what I'm saying is you went from rapper to rapper. Now you're doing this. It's like get into a situation where you want somebody to love you, not being a pass around in the industry. A lot of women tend to become pass around in the industry. It's like, no, you need to find you that right person that's not going to um, have you on their arm as a trophy. Somebody who's really going to take care of you and really go after your heart, really cater to your heart. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's all cool, but you... Okay. Some people are now getting into a situation because they won't clap. Your father is mm-hmm. Steve Harvey. What clap do you need? Yes, you don't need right. clout. So... Teach your daughter morals. I know she's probably your stepdaughter. You gave everybody your last name. Understandable. But teach them some morals and values when it comes to their heart. Same thing for men. Men, we have to teach our sons morals. What it's like to open the door. What it's like to pull the chair back. Push it up for us. Give us flowers. See if we ain't dead. We just got rid of it. You know? Mm-hmm. It's time to bring it back, though. Bring it back the 
it truly is. Back then, it used to, it used to be what two to three months before you get some. You stuck it out <laughs> until the whole game just switched, and you know, but we ain't gonna speak on that. But uh, <laughs> you. But going back to what you said about teach her morals, who says that Steve Harvey or Marjorie isn't teaching her morals? This is a 24-year-old beautiful woman. And if we really want to sit here and talk about it and be real, we could we could talk about our body count at the age of 24. You know? But what I'm saying... Exactly. So what, why is there such a double standard? How we get those standards, like you in a public eye. And that's completely right. bull. I understand that. But still, find somebody that's going to go after your heart. You know? You need somebody that's going to love for you. Right? I understand that you're young, you're living your life, but you're still under the scope. Like, we have bodies, but we're not under the scope. You're under the scope of the whole world. They are be looking at us like we're nothing anyway. You know, the industry don't really care about okay. the people regardless. All they care is about how much money you can bring in, what kind of negativity can you bring to this company, this, that, and the other. When we do positive things, we rarely get to see it unless it's one of our people filming it for ourselves and say, you know what, this is what this such and such did, that's what that such and such did. Look what they did. But no, all we see is negativity. So my thing is, you're talking about mm-hmm. God on your show every time they cut off saying, God this, God that. They say, hey, baby, look, I know this is going on. I know that you're with this person. I know you're with that person. Now you're with this person. I want you to get to know this person. Understand his heart. And I'm going to sit down and talk to him. Hey, look, this but is my daughter. You? you know, I I love her, you know, and I cherish her. This is my yeah. princess. This is my little queen. I need you to understand who she is to me and how valuable she is to me. And if you can't love her the way that I love her, then you don't deserve her. Look at my hat so, goes off to Denzel Washington and his wife. You never saw nothing about them at mm-hmm. all. Samuel Jack, his wife. Because mm-hmm. they found somebody that stuck with them, was with them through all they bull. Went through all yeah. their trials and tribulations and look at them now. You got Terry Crews and his wife. You have, uh, who else? You have a lot of people in their wives. But, yeah. All I'm... Will and Jada? Well, Hell no. Never mind. Skip, skip that. <laughs> that. That is the worst relationship with Jada anything after at all. That is not true. Uh-huh. Guess what? It worked for them. It worked for and they they still together. We ride together. We die together. Bad marriage for life. We don't get somebody here with that. Why you sound just like him? (laughs) But listen, for real, going back to Lori, how do we know? Seriously, how do we know that she's not or Marjorie and Steve is instilling these things in her that she's not looking at the heart. See, we we so judgmental. We look, yeah, we don't know. We don't know if when she was with Future or you know Justin or whoever that she was sleeping with them. Maybe she was just trying to get to know their heart. We don't know that. We don't know that. We only know what is shared on social media. 
That's it. And that's a very small piece of it. I'm not judging at all. I just want somebody to love mm-hmm. that person. You know, we, we talk about so much. We yeah. need black love back in our community. We have to stop. We have to stop mm-hmm. with us first. So that's going so hard. Right yeah. Now. Look, I need the parents to step up and say, you know what? This is my seed. I love my seed. You see how I watered my seed and the actually grew into this beautiful flower? Don't you ruin that flower. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. We have to cater to one another's heart. Our household yeah. is so divided. Our, the system was built to tear us apart when it comes to finances, when yeah. it comes to uh, our, our pride. It's, it's meant to tear us apart. It is. So, the man it is. And we know that. Equality and combine it together and make a strong household. Mm-hmm. That's just my yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like we know that. So why do we continue to allow it to happen, you know, and this is not, you know, I, I wanted to talk about this conversation because I didn't want it to be um, a male versus female thing or a male bashing or a female bashing or anything right. like that. Like I absolutely love love. Absolutely. I do. Um, and so, well, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people. It's like, I will never get married. I will never do this. You know, men ain't, fill in the blank women, you know, you have those people that are, are bitter, you know, I know some personally, you know, but, you know, it, it saddens me because it, it seems, and it feels like within the black community that we are the ones that fight the hardest and struggle the most when it comes to finding love and maintaining healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. And so it's just always been, something of mine that I, I really just wanted to touch on. And I, I know that you and I could never come up with one solution or, you know, anything like that of a long time generational curse, but it's like, these are the conversations that can lead to solutions, That's true. you know? But do we truly know how to love? That's it. Mm. That's it. Some don't. That word is a huge cliche in every household. Yeah. I want you because I love you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm put hands mm-hmm. on you because I love you. Type of right. Like that. I put hands on you because I love yeah. you. No. No. Mm-hmm. Do as I say. Do what's been told to you. That's not love. Well, I put a roof mm-hmm. on your head, food in your stomach. You know, those are necessities and responsibilities. That's not love. I burst yeah. in this world to take you out. That's not love. You know, mm-hmm. do we truly know what love is? You know, yeah. the only person that demonstrated love was God. That's it. That's right. Yeah. Now, how can we demonstrate the same love as him? Yeah. You know. Sacrifice. So are we willing to sacrifice certain things though? Some people aren't. Right. You know, some people aren't. I mean, that's the way that I look at at love, you know. Love is the highest form of sacrifice. And as you said, you know, Jesus was the greatest um, symbol of of love, dying on the cross for us, you know. Um, but yes, yeah, some people aren't 
because sacrifice that requires giving up self, you know, in some way, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And we live in a very selfish culture. If COVID did not teach me anything or a lot of us, anything, it taught us that we live in a very selfish culture. It's me, me, Mm -hmm. me, me, me. And it's, it's so sad. Mm. COVID taught me I was lazy as hell. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, but also what I learned about COVID is, you know, being able to push businesses and, you know, being able to have eight different wells, but one well will open up multiple doors for other wells to open, you know, well. Mm -hmm. So that's what I learned in 2020. Yeah. Yeah, but to your point, it is um do people know how to love? A lot of a lot of us may not because we a lot of us didn't have that demonstration in the household, you know, and even some that did, you know, have that. Some may have had two parents in the household where one worked all the time and them working was their demonstration of love, going back to your example, you know, so it's like, how do you learn to love when you've never had that example? That's I a whole nother topic. That's good right there. You Come on, Bishop. Like, you don't even know how to father your children. Never taught that. Mm-hmm. Just taught mm-hmm. how to make them. It's easier to make them yeah. once you learn it every day about your kid as they grow and progress in life. They teenage years, mm-hmm. you're still learning them. College years, you're still learning them. Adulthood, you're still learning them. You may think you know a little bit about them, but you don't know their experience when they was away from you from that time being and how they changed, what caused them to change. You know, you just pray to God yeah. to open that your generational curse and get upon them. That's what we have to do mm-hmm. now is break the generational curse that was put over our life. We have to be the curse breakers in our household. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mine was having multiple women. Just that was that's a generational curse, mm-hmm. you know. We broken. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that going down to my son where he has multiple women. I don't want to go to the, my daughter where she has multiple men. No, I have to break yeah. that stigma in, in yeah. over my life, you know. And I had to break yeah. it off of my children before I could break it off with somebody else. You know. Yeah. So in order for us to love, first be able to love that's a culture or, or people or shepherd people, God's sheep, we have to. At home, mm-hmm. and you have to start mm-hmm. with through communication. You know, speaking mm-hmm. and saying it every day, but putting action behind it. You know, like you yeah, know, the Bible says, "Faith without works is dead." So just love without action is dead. Mm-hmm. That's right. I love that. Love without action is dead. That's, That's good. Decent. Yeah. That is- that is a t-shirt for real. <laughs> That's for real a t-shirt. <laughs> you better get it done. Get it done, Bishop. But you kind of already answered the last question that I was going to ask, which is if you could provide a solution to the relationship issues plaguing our community, what would it be? But you kind of answered that with communication and it's starting with us. In the name of the fellowship. That's it. That's mm-hmm. why Jesus did what he did. When he prayed for his disciples, 
before he even picked them. He prayed for them. He got them. And he fellowship with him because he knew he couldn't walk the journey by himself. He knew that he was going to have Judas. He knew that he was going to have Peter, Simon. He knew that he was going to have Mary Magdalene. He knew all them people were going to come into his life. He knew it. And God put mm-hmm. the right people around him, mm-hmm. the right circle to help push purpose, but not only help push purpose, but go out in the world preaching and teaching the gospel because they sat underneath him and learned from him. Mm-hmm. That's what we have to do. That's why it's so important yeah. when God said when two or more are gathered in agreement or in the midst, he's in the midst of us. He's in the center of us because we're mm-hmm. fellowshipping with each other. We're there congregating with each other. And that's what it's about. The whole congregation, mm-hmm. this platform is a congregation that's going to reach millions of people. Where we speak, our testimony is going to mm-hmm. help the next individual. You fighting cancer, beating cancer, yeah. you have a testimony. You know, being homeless, walking mm-hmm. homelessness to where I'm at now, it's a testimony. You know, mm-hmm. this is a book, and we're writing mm-hmm. out our chapters, but we're getting ready to turn the page to the next one. What is your next chapter going to read in life? That's right. Like 2020 was the vision. This one is the purpose. That's when it's the execution. Mm. You're executing it. You know, Hannah said, you, you're yeah. going to see it, you're going to touch it, and you're going to experience it. So true. Experience it. It's so yeah. true. Mm-hmm. He said, your, your, your next three months will be better than your previous 20 years. It's true. You have to speak it. Mm-hmm. If you want it, we have to speak it. You know? Mm-hmm. Like a team to envision a dream that's so true. you can live the life that you want to live. That's why he said, mm-hmm. that's why he tells us to write out the vision and make it plain. Even though it may not happen right now, it's going to happen because you wrote it out. God's going to see to it that it mm-hmm. blesses not only his kingdom, but blesses the people around him. You know? Yeah. Um, and if that vision comes from God, it's like it's got oh, to come man. to pass. You know, it's got to come to pass. So it's like, you know, God, when he gives you vision, he's going to give you provision. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, that was a word right there, Bishop. Y'all see why I like talking to Bishop? He be dropping a word. He get on my nerves sometimes. But, you know, we both be Capricorning, you know, but. That was good. That that, that was a good word. Um, if you can't have nobody that gets on your nerve but also makes you laugh and smile at times, you don't serve that person. That person doesn't <laughs> deserve your energy. Because it's going to be times that you bump here, but it's going to be times yeah. that you just want to vent and go off. Like you got to have that one person yeah. in your corner so you know what? All right, here, I got the ear. Go ahead. Say what you got to say. You know, yeah. like I said, you know you wrong for that. Yeah. But that's what you yeah. in your life. That's true. That's true. That's real friendship right there. Um, one thing that I wanted to end with is in thinking of a solution. You know, we talked a lot about about this um, earlier, and that's that's healing, um, and that's I feel like that's one main solution um, to getting us back to where we're supposed to be and to be who we were created to be. You know. Um, I think healing from past hurt, disappointments, personal mistakes, you know, sometimes we can't heal not from what someone did to us, but what we've done to others, you know. Um, And also there's just so much brokenness and healing that needs to take place within 
our community. Um, but the the first thing is, you know, we, we have to face it. We have to face it and know that healing needs to take place. You can't heal what you try to conceal, you know, and you can't heal what you don't allow yourself to feel. Um, one thing, and I, I didn't talk about this story, but um, I'll talk about it on another show, but you know, we're taught to believe the another, to me, cliche statement that time heals all wounds. And I've never believed in that statement um, because, you know, time doesn't heal all wounds. Acknowledging you've been wounded and attending to that wound can start the healing of that wound. You know, um, as an example, you know, God forbid, you know, you were stabbed in the heart today. Would you say, well, in time, that wound will heal? The pain will just go away? No, absolutely not. What you're going to do is go to the nearest hospital, have a doctor take a look at it, perform surgery, and stop the bleeding. So, you know, to me, it's like, why don't we keep that same energy when we're emotionally stabbed? Why don't we give our hearts that same love, immediate attention, and proper healing, you know, with a doctor. So for me, I, I'm an avid, <laughs> you know, person of praying and seeking therapy, like seriously. Um, but that it's like, that's what you have to do. You have to pray, seek therapy. Otherwise, just like that stab wound, the person that you come in contact with that didn't even stab you, you'll sure, you'll surely bleed on them. The about that is like, I find myself in certain situations like that. It's like, Kendra, how can you pray for everybody else? Mm -hmm. But when it comes to you or certain situations, you can't pray mm -hmm. for your own self. Like, you That's love everybody goes, else more right? than you love your own self. And I used to get that told mm -hmm. to me a lot in all my relationships. Like, you care about everybody else. You'll jump for everybody else, but they won't jump for you. You'll leap over mm -hmm. for them, but they won't leap for you. <laughs> You'll pray for them, but they won't pour back into you. Why are you overpouring yourself into people that's not going to pour into you? Why letting a certain situation mm -hmm. that you're facing cause you to go back to your old ways? Why don't you just get before me, mm -hmm. get before me, put it out there. God, I need your help. I'm going through this. I know I come to you a lot about my bills, but I, I mm -hmm. need you to come through. God, I thank you for yeah. getting me out of certain situations. I'm very thankful. I'm always indebted to you. You know, that we have to do, we have mm -hmm. to remind him through thanking him. We have to to stay focused in this season. We have to let up ourselves. If we can get out yeah. of the way of ourselves and let God lead us, a whole lot of things will change. Mm -hmm. So we even afraid yeah. to let go and let him lead Seriously. us. Plenty of times I've mm -hmm. been afraid to say, you know what, I'm going to let you, uh, I can take it back because it's taking too long. Even with your own stuff, it's going to take even longer because you're, you're missing the mark. Yeah. How many times are you going to miss Mark, when you're right mm -hmm. there, when you're going to your deepest and darkest mm -hmm. battles, your blessing is right there around the corner. It's just that you're so blinded still that you can't even see it. Mm -hmm. And we want God right. to be on our timetable right. when he ain't on our timetable. Totally you know, mind. yeah, we allow the world and social media to rush our lives and say, well, this is taking too long, you know, because, you know, we living in a life of comparison and this person got this guy where's my blessing when is mine coming but like you said it's like it's right there 
when you feel like you at your breaking point, it's like it's literally right there. Yeah, but we mess it up. Numbers and algorithms. How many followers you have Mm -hmm. now for me to even talk to you? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. How many podcast episodes right. you got before I right. could be a guest on can I rock <laughs> for real? Like, why do I have to have a million followers yeah. just for you to shout me out? You don't want to help the person that's underneath. Yeah. I remember mean, when you was down there when you only had one follower. Now yeah. you got one. We had to start from somewhere. We all, we all come for the ground up, but if we know you, hey, yeah. shout you out. You know, I know it ain't nothing. To do yeah. like it, like oh, they like. But I see a lot of people would be gasping or catching their breath because a millionaire followed them back. Oh, this such and such is following mm-hmm. me back, and right. <laughs> so right. what does what that do you mean? Do you get caught because they follow you back, or they yeah. do, or they showing that they paying attention to you? You know, because you got to do mm-hmm. a certain amount of things just to get where you need to get to. Yeah, a lot of videos on Instagram mm-hmm. just for you to get an ad or get algorithm on Instagram. You have to have these. You have to have what a thousand subscribers yeah. for you to hit the algorithm on on YouTube for you to get paid. And not only that, you have four thousand watch hours. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh wow! So even that, you gotta make sure you stay between. Yeah. So say this, you like a million million views. You probably ain't gonna get like what a thousand some dollars. You gotta. Mm-hmm. It, it depends on how many people are watching and and, and not skipping the ads. Because you get paid off. Of, they get paid mm-hmm. off the ads. That's how you get paid. Every time somebody put an ad mm-hmm. on, they get sponsorship. Everything you get paid off of. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. to the point where I, I even yeah. wrote out my advertising list. I'm like, man, they they charging fifteen to eighteen to twenty dollars for advertising. You can make money off of that because you're putting in the time and effort to edit it. And if they want to pay longer, you have to pay it back. Mm-hmm. Longer. Every like mm-hmm. or this that, and the other, no, that's one flat fee. You know? Yeah. Because that's how the companies run. Yeah. They give them one flat free fee, but they're going to charge the person that put it on their mm-hmm. page a certain cent for every spin or every like or every even play. No, that's not how you right. do it. But right. once we learn how to play, yeah. the game is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. The game changes. Yeah. Yeah. So is there any closing remarks that you like to say that you haven't already said? I mean, you bless me, you bless the people. So I mean, is there anything else that you would like to add before we close, Bishop? Really take time to get to know them. Spiritually, mentally. Because mm-hmm. mental health definitely yeah. is needed. You definitely get your therapist. You know, because you don't want to bring your burden into yes. a new relationship at all. Not even a partnership or a business partnership. Yeah. You don't want to bring your whole character That's forward. right. Because you don't want God to take you to a whole new area in life and then your character catch up to you and ruin everything for you. Now you back down to square one. You don't want that. You know? Yeah. But also in closing yeah. now, you can catch me on P3 Podcast Radio on uh, IG. And also Motivate with Change on <laughs> IG. As well as Kitty Pace. On Facebook. Love you guys. Whoop, whoop, whoop. All right. Okay. Okay. Plug. I mean, I was going to get to all that, but I mean, I go ahead. <laughs> if there's anything that I would say um, in closing, it's just for us mm-hmm. to all heal, to heal, mm-hmm. sis, mm-hmm. heal, bro, you know, invite yeah. God into your heart, 
allow him to perform mm. open heart surgery, repair those wounds, cleanse you from the inside mm. out, yeah. you know? Um, and as Psalm 5110 says, create in me a clean heart. So Bishop, will you close us out in prayer? Pray for the people. Father God, we just thank you for this opportunity, Father God, to commune with you and your sheep, Father. We thank you, Father God, for the word. We thank you, Father God, for your love, which has been poured out upon us, Father. Now, Father God, we pray for restoration within family, friends, and relationships, Father. Father, we ask that you teach us how to love, Father God, and cultivate our heart after your heart, Father God, and cultivate our heart for our people, Father God. Help us to break generational curses off of our family's life, Father God, that we'll be able to move forward in you, Father. We thank you, Father God, that your will will be done in and through our lives, Father God. We thank you for the gifts. We thank you for the visions. We thank you for the talents that you have given us, Father God. We thank you for provision. We thank you for wisdom, knowledge, and all understanding. We also thank you for the helper and the Holy Spirit, which you have sent us, Father. Now, Father God, we just ask that you open doors, Father God, that no man can close, Father God, and close doors that no man can open. When it comes to fellowshipping with one another, Father, we thank you, Father God, for increase. We thank you, Father God, for fellowship. We thank you, Father God, for love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And amen. Thank you so much for that. Bishop, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. I really enjoyed this conversation. Yes. Are you coming back? Because we got so, so much more that we can talk about. Like, you know, you know what I want us to talk about? I want us to talk about you just did a podcast episode on this too, on fear. So yeah. I want to talk about that. So yay. I'm I'm so happy that you were here and I'm thankful that you're gonna come back. So until next time, I'll chat with you soon. And on that note, this concludes this episode of Matters of the Heart. But before we go, I want to leave you with this fighter fact. Again, February is American Heart Association Month. And according to goredforwomen.org, the fact is cardiovascular disease is the number one killer of women, causing one in three deaths each year. That's approximately one woman every minute. Not only is heart disease the number one killer in women, but stroke disproportionately affects African-Americans. Why is that? Because African-American women are less likely than Caucasian women to be aware that heart disease is the leading cause of death. Please, please get your annual physical exam, lower your salt and sodium intake, improve your overall eating habits, and get to moving. To find more facts and learn about the warning signs of cardiovascular disease, visit heart.org. Let's fight to do our part, y'all, to stay alive and stay healthy. As for Black History Month, take this time to learn more and reflect on the many contributions of our Black pioneers and amazing contributors to our history that were made and being made in this present moment. What footprint will you leave behind? What personal legacy are you creating? If you haven't thought about it, what better time than now? In the meantime, be who you were created to be. That's Black and just pure dope. Ow! Thank you all so, so much for listening. If you haven't done so already, take a moment to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with your peeps. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter 
at F-O-F-H, the podcast. Also, don't be shy. Leave us your feedback here or on our social media platforms. Until next time, remember when life happens, we have only two choices, to fight or fight harder.